Welcome to A Better HR Business, the podcast that looks at how HR consultants and HR tech firms grow their businesses and how they help their employers to get the best out of their people. Remember, for show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Okay, let's get started. Hello, welcome back to the show. Great to have you along. I'm really looking forward to today's conversation with Guillaume Portelier from Wellexy. And I'm sure I've just butchered your surname, Guillaume. I apologize, but thank you very much for joining me on the, today's show. <laughs> no worries, Ben, and I'm happy to be here. Brilliant. And whereabouts are you calling in from? And I'm calling from uh, Montpellier, south of France. Oh, magnificent. So yeah, can we just start by you explaining a little bit about what is Wellexy for the uninitiated? What does it do and how does it help people? And then we can sort of dive into the details. Yeah, sure. So Wallaxi is a software that allows you to automate your LinkedIn plus email prospecting or outreach. So there are endless use cases for the tool, but it's mostly used for so sales prospecting, recruiting, or also candidates that are looking for a job or simply want to reach out to your first level relationship on, on LinkedIn, for example. Nice. So, yeah, we'll get into how it works in a second, but I guess I probably want to ask up front the question that people have or a concern that they have is that they've experienced that classic moment on LinkedIn where you just said, yes, I'm going to connect with someone. And then five minutes later, they go, thanks for connecting. Would you buy my thing? Can you buy my stuff? And so, oh, I wish I hadn't said yes. What are your thoughts on selling via LinkedIn messaging? Yeah, so... I totally feel what you've experienced because I personally be, I'm basically on both sides because I also receive lots of sales prospecting messages on LinkedIn and we help people do these kind of things in a way. So, and the problem we face is what Axie does is it basically allows you to automate a behavior that you would be able to do manually. So it just saves hours of your time. And the problem is, as it's really easy to do, and you can have decent results without really thinking deep into, okay, who am I going to target and what's the message I'm going to send? You indeed see lots of people doing pretty much crazy things on the platform. And that's also because, you know, there's no silver bullet and using Wallaxi and have great results takes a bit of reflection, takes a bit of time because, as I've said, you need to think, uh, okay, who am I going to target and what's the proper message? And unfortunately, we can't really do the job for you. So that's typically one problem we face and we're trying to create innovative solution to address those problems by using AI, for example, but it's not an easy task indeed. Yeah, got it. So for listeners, a common way that people might use automation for LinkedIn is around running a search using filters to find the ideal client type, you know, customer type, whether that's by industry, so certain industries and then locations and potentially a headcount of the organization, and then you know, layering on job titles and things like that, and then using that sort of target group to bring in almost in sort of spreadsheet form a list of people that you would then send 
messages too. And is that the way Wellexy would work, Guillaume? Exactly. It's pretty much it. Uh, you start from a search on LinkedIn, preferably a sales navigator search that will yeah. give you. So the sales navigator for the listeners that are not really aware of the different LinkedIn subscriptions. So basically, Wallaxy works with every type of LinkedIn subscription, including the free one. But the free LinkedIn search will yield very poor results. Of course, LinkedIn does not really have any incentive to have a great free search feature because they sell the sales navigator and the sales navigator is essentially uh, an advanced and more precise uh, search feature. So we highly recommend the use of the sales navigator. And then exactly as you've mentioned, you select the filter, get the list of prospects that you want to contact, and then use Wallaxi to extract those prospects from LinkedIn and import them into Wallaxi. And from there, you create your campaign, you decide uh, the number of steps you want, which kind of steps or invitation, then two follow-up messages, for example, and you get to write the message content of the messages you want to send. Yes, yeah, so, I mean, some people will see automation of LinkedIn messaging and connections as an evil thing, and others might say, well, done properly, it can be useful and effective. I'd probably be more open to using it. So, yeah, just touching on that search thing, absolutely, sales navigators are a much better way to do it, whether it's using automation or not, just you can... Look for people who are in particular groups. As I said, the headcount, industry, job titles, keyword search. There's a whole bunch of things that you can do that you can't do on the free side. So, yeah, I completely agree with Guillaume there. But then on the messaging side of things, you can just have, and this is generally what I would encourage my clients to do, is to build relationships and just have normal conversations. You go to a, an HR event or a conference and you meet someone at the coffee stand you don't suddenly give them a five-minute speech explaining the latest webinar that you've got on offer or here's an ebook which we wrote. You just talk and you introduce yourself and things like that. And I suspect maybe, Guillaume, you've seen this far more than me. That approach probably works more these days. Am I right? Yeah, that's an interesting question because the answer is almost always it depends. And in this case, it also depends. Indeed, it's the common advice that you would hear um, namely, okay, don't sell anything on the first message. Try to engage the conversation, show interest to your prospects and your targets. And yeah, in general, it's a good advice. We would rather send, obviously, don't want to send eight follow-up messages. Keep it short, like two messages is more than enough. And you would see the best results with those type of campaigns anyway. And so you would simply send a first message a very short message, keep it short. And you would start by asking a question, for example, uh, do you send more than 10 messages or do you receive more than 10 messages per day on LinkedIn? Question mark. If yes, you might be interested by boom. Uh, it does X, Y, Z. And you have a very short message. And yes, maybe the person does not feel the need of having a tool that helps manage LinkedIn conversation, but that's fine. She's read your message and, you know, okay, I'm not interested. She doesn't even have to reply. But then if you're interested and, you know, you don't, you don't have to go through a super long message to understand the value proposition and you're like, oh, yeah, one question. Okay, I'm identifying myself to that question. Yeah, indeed, I receive like dozens and dozens of messages per day on LinkedIn. Oh, I might be interested by this product. Yeah, why not? I mean, let's check this out. And I personally, I sometimes stumble upon products that are interesting for me and I've been sales prospected on LinkedIn 
but the message was right. I was the right target because yes, I'm definitely, I definitely have this problem. So I'm, I could definitely have an interest in that solution. And so, you know, it's another way of seeing things, but for sure, keep it short. Don't spam your uh, prospects. Two messages is way more than enough. What might you send on the second message then? If you've been upfront. Yeah, it's something very classic of a, hey, uh, I'm just checking in to see if you've seen my last message and this will be my last message. So, you know, something like that to reassure your prospect that you're not going to send like 10 messages until he or she replies. This is the last message, but still you want to push a bit more to, and usually people don't reply to the first message, but then they're like, oh yeah, I've seen your message. It's very interesting. By the way, I've checked your website and yes, I'm definitely in to try your free product, etc. So in the email marketing world. That's called the breakup email, I think. The last one where you say, look, I won't be contacting you anymore. This is it. This is goodbye. And yeah, you're right. You actually get quite a high response rate on that one. So, But it's a really interesting point and that you made there about messaging, whether it be LinkedIn and content types and all kinds of things. They go in trends in general directions. And so, yes, it might be let's be more subtle and, and build relationships. But as you say, if everyone's doing that and everyone can kind of see through it, then it's not so effective. If we all suddenly try to do a particular clever message that always works, well then, yeah, sure enough, that will be followed by other people. So try to use your own style, your own approach. But I really like that also to test out just being direct and honest with a, a sort of simple pain point type question and then having that follow up. bit, And then... How does the email component work to Wallaxy? It's uh, pretty simple. So you add your uh, email, so whether Outlook or Gmail, and then we use the SMTP protocol to use your email to send the email. So the email will be sent using your email address and with your name, etc. And yeah, and when you get a reply, the reply uh, arrives in your inbox. So pretty classic. Got it. And that would typically go to the person's email address that's listed as their LinkedIn. So you might get some combination of Gmail and Yahoo's as well. Is that right? Oh, no. Um, Actually, no. Uh, But it's true what you say that on LinkedIn, when you're connected to someone, you automatically have, if they did not opt out, everyone is opting. So uh, you get the personal email of your contacts, at least the email that is used to log in on the platform. In the EU, you can't send a sales prospecting message or any kind of email to a person on a personal email. So no, we uh, have an integrated feature that allows you to retrieve the professional email of your contacts based on the uh, first name, last name, and the URL of their company that are info that we retrieved from their LinkedIn profile. I didn't know um, and that. So, yeah, and so we have uh, around 50% of uh, success rate. So it means that 50% of the time we are able to retrieve their professional email. And then under the GDPR rule regulation, you have the right to send them a sales prospecting or any kind of message using this professional email. And so this is a, an integration that we've built and integrated into the sequence. So for example, you would start on LinkedIn with a sequence that says, okay, uh, send an invite, then wait for two days and send a first message, wait for three days and send a second message. And then uh, the person still did not reply. So email finder, so there is a small step that will retrieve the email, try to retrieve the email. 
And then if the email is retrieved, uh, send a, a series, of, a couple of emails, for example, or you have a, a multi-channel. Can they run at the same time? Does it run just LinkedIn first and then email or do they go at the same time or how does it work? So it's, it's never at the same time because you don't want to shoot two messages on two platforms exactly at the same time. Usually the best practice is you'll try to reach out to someone on one platform. So either by email or via LinkedIn, I mean, it's up to you. We have both sequences. We have sequences that start with LinkedIn and go on email and others that start via email and then go on LinkedIn. But in any case, it's like sequences. So first send the message, then there's always a, a waiting delay that you can modify and then another message or then an email, but it's always via sequences. And the goal of Wallaxi is really to get replies, okay? So we make sure that each time a prospect reply to either an invite or a message or an email, he or she automatically exits the campaign so that he or she will not receive any more message from this campaign. Because obviously you don't want to uh, send a follow-up message that was automated to a person that has already replied and you've already spoken to her manually, for example. So. That's a really important point. And so that works for email and for LinkedIn or just the LinkedIn? No, no, both LinkedIn both. and email. Okay, so to clarify for people listening, you've got a campaign set up, it's automated, messages are going out and then following up with them. If someone hits reply and, or there's a manual discussion started and you're chatting away, you don't want this automated sequence to keep going via LinkedIn or, or email. It says, hey, we should talk, we should talk, if you're already talking. So the system is smart enough and it stops and... That's that you just engage in the conversation. And so what are you seeing just from a bigger perspective, a wider perspective? Are you seeing LinkedIn increasing in use, decreasing in use because everyone's on there? What are you seeing as a big picture of you? One thing we have to mention is that LinkedIn is in a weird position regarding its use and especially the use of automated tools like Quality, for example. And we have like dozens, if not hundreds of uh, competitors because obviously if everyone is using such a tools, it creates spam. It's, I mean, we're fully aware of this and you have only a fraction of people that think hard about who they're going to target and crafting the proper message because it's so easy to, you know, import a thousand people and then send bulk messages without even thinking. So obviously, in a way, they're trying to mitigate the impact and the importance of those tools. But at the same time, we, like every client that we have on Wallaxi, almost always have the sales navigator or the recruiter subscription on LinkedIn. And I mean, those subscriptions all almost goes hand in hand with the use of our LinkedIn automation tool, because if you take the sales navigator only to send manual messages and manual invites, it's really painful. It takes oh, lots awful. of time. <laughs> it's awful. It's not clearly yeah, it's yeah. awful. Um, so they're, they are in a weird position. And so for now, what they've done so far is reduced the number of invites that you can send per week. So one year and a half ago, you would be able to send like 500 invites per week and they decreased it to a hundred. So now you can send only a hundred invites per week, which forces you to, you know, spend more time filtering and creating your lists, mm -hmm. spend more time crafting a proper message, 
And so I do think we will see, I'd say that the same volume because I think more and more people, uh, and that's what we see from our growth is that more people are, are using those tools, but they're not able to send as many messages and as many invites as before. So overall, you'll have the same volume of people reaching out to you, but the quality will increase because people will have to think more about their uh, sales perspective and who they are targeting. So hopefully this is what we're going to see. And I mean, we are going in that direction slowly, mm -hmm. but surely. Yeah. Okay. So that's a really good point that it used to be about all volume. Does that send out lots of spam now that the numbers, the, there are, the restrictions have lowered or tightened up, let's say. And so you have to be a bit more careful of how you use it, which is a good thing for everyone concerned. And that probably comes to the heart of why you might consider using automation because if you have sales navigator and I don't know what it is, 75 bucks a month or something, if you're going to spend that money and then not use it, because it's such a pain in the backside to then have to send a message one by one by one manually, it's an awful process, then yeah, you're wasting that subscription. So that I think is a very powerful message. And then just sort of starting to wrap up, I'm always talking about split testing, you know, trying to compare different things. So can you, or should you do different campaigns to try different messaging sequences? So for instance, I might say, hey, just get to know the person, send some messages that isn't just selling straight away, but maybe everyone's doing that so it's not very effective anymore. Maybe we should just be honest and say, I'm connecting with you because we're in the same industry and I'd like to show you what we do and then run two campaigns side by side and see which one works. What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, definitely we encourage the use of A-B testing. But the thing is, when you do A-B tests, you must ensure that all parameters are equal aside from the only parameter that you're trying to test because, you know, if you have a A campaign and a B campaign and you have two different messages, but then you also have kind of different persona or different uh, people that you're targeting, one campaign might work better, but not necessarily because of the content of the message, but rather the people that you're contacting. So yeah, we highly encourage the run of A-B test, but then we also pinpoints that you must be aware of how to run A-B test properly. And it takes a bit of time to make sure you're setting your, your test properly. Yeah. Compare apples with apples and rather than getting a wonderful group of sales prospects over here and then someone else, another group that's never ever going to buy and then see which one performs better. Overall then, and sort of final advice from you, do you have any advice to people running HR-related businesses on what they should be doing to use LinkedIn particularly and potentially with email as well, but mostly around how to use LinkedIn to find and connect and win more business with ideal prospects. I think I'll have two advices. I would say spend some time to target the right people because if you find the right people, it's really the first step and there's no point spending lots of time creating your message if the people are so far away from what you're offering. So that's first thing. And then I would say, try to use original way of contacting people or original ways of addressing them. Because again, we all see the same tactics and some same stuff. So sometimes when you receive a kind of an original message or a very different one that you've never seen before, you're like, oh, okay, interesting. And then you have a more uh, attention. And Yeah, no, I like that. That's 
typically where I try not to use scripts with helping clients and stuff. It's more around it's what suits you, what suits your style, how can we be different? Because, yeah, you're right. If we're all talking the same language or the the same colour of white, then uh, nothing really gets through, you know, so it's nice to find that different angle. How can people learn more about Wallaxy and potentially look up your service? Um, well, simply wallaxy.com. I'll uh, share with you a link if they want to try the platform. If they go through the link, they'll have a two-month free trial with access to all features. And then if people want to reach out to me, simply on LinkedIn. And again, I'll uh, put a, a link in the description because my name is very hard to uh, pronounce for a non-French speaker and very hard to understand for a non-French speaker. So if I say Guillaume Portelier on LinkedIn, people are going to struggle, Good I think luck, so. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, if it's any consolation to you, it wasn't so long ago that Microsoft Outlook it used to bring up that red squiggly line for my surname. And instead of Gagan, it suggested Egghead. So... <laughs> Language and names, very difficult things. But Guillaume, thank you very much for sharing your time, your insights. And I really love what you guys are doing at Wallaxy. So for people listening to this, I'd recommend go checking it out and seeing if it could work for your business. But yeah, thank you very much, Guillaume. Thanks, Ben. It was a pleasure. Thanks for joining us today on A Better HR Business, the podcast that explores the world of HR consulting and HR tech businesses. For show notes and downloads, go to www.getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. That's getmorehrclients.com forward slash podcast. Remember to subscribe and share the show with any friends who are busy growing a HR business. Thanks and see you next time.